GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches every Friday. It's free patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. It's 1159 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. <laughs> I guess I could do this first. It's kind of like cream soda looking. All right, welcome everybody to our daily gun show. Come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern, and we talk about guns for about an hour or so. And each night we talk about a different topic. Why? Because we've got goals with this show. We have things we want to get done, things to accomplish, and uh, putting on a schedule like that, giving us some agenda, is gives us a, a way to accomplish our goals. So on Monday, we attempt to motivate Second Amendment activists, give them tools, techniques, and behind the scenes, some inspiration and some motivation from folks who've been doing this for a while, because our voices matter. Your voice matters. And... Uh, want to encourage people to participate. On Tuesdays, we talk about the Second Amendment. We focus on the state, a Second Amendment uh, group or project, and uh, an activist each week. There's plenty more than that, but that way we get to specifically focus on one each week. If you've got one in mind, feel free to let us know. We talk about, uh, well, we have the technical quiz on Wednesday, and we talk about pop culture and try to have some fun on Wednesdays. On Thursdays, we divide it up between travel and training. And then on Fridays, we take a look at everything that's been going on uh, throughout the week that's uh, focused on their Second Amendment or adjacent, uh, posted by other people out there. And our goal on Friday here is to get together for an hour, talk about what they've done, uh, give them some... Uh, appreciation and some extra reach if our project's bigger than them then we give them a lift up and if we're just the same size or smaller then we just help spread the word and uh, we do it consistently and we do that uh, not for fame and fortune but instead uh, because it should be uh, something it's something that's necessary and uh, we're attempting to uh, move the conversation forward and give everyone um, some awareness of what's going on out there. It's easier to be optimistic when you've got an idea of what's happening than just one facet of a multifaceted culture, it's community, whatever we want to call ourselves. I'm setting up a thing for the live viewers right now. And I'm not good uh, at talking and typing, so there. We go, how was this week for 2A? We'll start it off with great week. And then we could have a good week for 2A. 
I asked this question a little bit earlier on the Every Second Matters show. How was last month for 2A? But this one will specifically be, oh wait, for this week. Uh, okay, and I'll eventually be able to talk and type at the same time. And then, so uh, normally it costs a bunch of money. You usually have to put in a credit card and uh, get charged a certain amount of money to use these polls here. We've made an arrangement agreement with uh, YouTube. You can use that poll for nothing. You can go over there absolutely free and participate in the poll and be part of the data that we'll collect tonight. All right, so uh, we appreciate the people that join us live. We do this in the middle of the night because we also appreciate the people that reset the planet and build everything and clean everything up and do all the things that are underappreciated in the evenings. Uh, it also gives us a time slot that nobody else is competing for. This is when we thrive. So eventually, we have a bunch of Patreons. Oh, Schmidt. We have a bunch of Patreons that pay the bills that make it possible for us to do what we do. There's a scroll, a little thing at the bottom of the screen that says, thank you for giving us the time to work on projects like this. And that's to our Patreons. If you want to subscribe to what we do, some people throw a cup of coffee worth of money at us each month. Some people buy us lunch. And that accumulates and allows us to spend time on the servers that build the websites that make us what we are, uh, give us the time to work on those things, pay for a little bit of software, and then uh, projects like this one. So uh, with that, we do it at night, like I said. So we're going to thank the people that are here this evening. Ron was the first one to show up. Welcome. And not very easy to get here before Kingpin. And two people did today. Uh, so G23 was also here. Welcome. Kingpin was the third one to show up. Very unusual. Hopefully everything's going all right with him over there. Then we got Woods out there. Good evening. Uh, G23 and me and I think that's everybody. Mario and Gunpowder Beauty. We have a lady, a young lady joining us this evening. I guess it's I guess it's still okay for such a young lady to be up this late. And then Crabby Turtle jumping in and Sergeant Major Bulldog. So welcome to everybody who's joining us. And if I missed you, feel free to say something. If you're not a federal agent just on overtime getting paid to watch these shows like this, then uh, say something and then we can say, hey, and that's uh, part of the interactive nature of the internet versus watching TV or a movie or some other programming where an agenda is presented with lots of production value so that you'd think less about what's being presented and more about how it's presented. This is the antithesis to that, right? This is the uh, opposite of that. This is content and then we get it up there if we can. So appreciate the people that uh, show up and are patient with the production value and hearing things like this. Doesn't really, uh, it's not as refreshing if I don't open it and drink it when it's cold. So it actually warmed up quite a bit in the amount of time I've been blabbing here. All right, so what we do on Sunday, Saturdays, Fridays, what am I thinking? What we do on Fridays is go through the description of this video. Normally, I would take the description of this video and stick it over on our blog, which is our Patreon. Uh, we would normally also put it into a newsletter and send it out to a couple of 400 people. And then we put it on our Substack, which is sort of like a blog also, but for nerds that gets distributed by a bunch of people who read everything all the time. And I just didn't have time this week. So this week, we're going to be looking at it the old-fashioned way, the way that the uh, the people did it before the fancy HTML uh, version of the blog. 
and that is the old-fashioned way in the in the uh, description here. So we're going to be taking a look at a bunch of different things here, and feel free to link to any of them in the description of this video. And with that, we'll get into there. Uh, Tardot let me come, but I have to be home by midnight. Well, that makes sense. I don't want anybody melting here or losing any kind of slippers. All right, so next we got, uh, so I think one of the coolest things that happened this week was Riding Shotgun with Charlie. So Riding Shotgun with Charlie is a show, an interview show, a project that's been done by Charlie Cook. who's He's the Charlie part of it. The shotgun is the vehicle that he's in. I think he took the idea from someplace, but I don't know where. And he, got, he drives around in a vehicle with Second Amendment advocates and asks them some basic questions to kind of get an idea of what their deal is. And then it becomes a very useful resource for folks that might be uh, paying attention to the Second Amendment community, specifically, not just the gun community, but Second Amendment advocates and the projects and things that are happening over here to defend rights and, and make and create awareness. Um, often, my opinion, the heroes of that realm are only invited on to shows to offer like an expert opinion or their you know, their 10 minutes of insight on a news of the day or whatever. And then, you know, thanks for their service and asked to leave. So they get back to talking about whatever it is that's paying the bills. So uh, what Ryan Shotgun with Charlie does is give those folks, people that are getting it done, gives them a chance to be the focus for an entire uh, segment or an entire interview. Now he does it by driving around. So he's typically confined or constrained, I guess. Uh, by maybe the event that they're at or the city or the location or something. Not often or not always, but sometimes he's confined or constrained, I guess, by that. So some of them seem like they're a bit abbreviated because of their, you know, dealing with traffic or they went somewhere and came back and just, you know, the trip's over before their conversation is. But, you know, pretty regularly it's um, it's a pretty good fit, you know, maybe 20, 40-minute long conversations. And uh, so the Riding Shotgun with Charlie Project's been pretty cool. They hit the uh, milestone of 150 episodes a couple episodes ago now so if people aren't familiar with it by now highly this last show is number 153 and it's michael schwartz who we've been chatting about for a while now who hosts a radio show in southern california called the gun owners radio and it's a great radio show it happens on it goes live and it records sunday evenings uh, well, Sunday afternoons for Arizona, Sunday evenings for the rest of the metric time zones out there. And they uh, stream their recording live on YouTube. Now, they do that at the same time as Locked and Loaded Latinos uh, and just kind of overlap with Eye on the Target Radio and Come and Talk It, which are two other radio shows that broadcast on Sunday evenings. Oh, sorry, I'm messing with my cord again. That the broadcast on Sunday evenings. Uh, so the uh, Gun Owners Radio show is pretty sweet. It's a couple of, I guess you could say it's like three co-hosts, I guess. Uh, if you don't count the kid who's always helping out and a couple other people who I suspect are behind the scenes helping out. It's a real project. And uh, it's a couple of hours of radio show time in Southern California, which I'm assuming is not inexpensive. I'm sure it's not free. And uh, they talk about gun owners issues and Second Amendment focus or with a Second Amendment focus. Excuse me, this uh, kombucha soda, whatever it is, is definitely not clearing my throat out. 
Um, doesn't have any caffeine in it, but I feel like for some reason it wakes me up for these shows having something carbonated to drink on. Um, so the radio show is good, and it's one of them. Like I said, three that happen on Sunday, so it's not unique or anything. It is unique that it's in California, and it's unique in its way that it's the three guys doing it. And uh, it's unique that they're not affiliated with the industry so much as uh, activism. I mean, one of them's a trainer and the other guy's a gun owner, but I think they predominantly come to it as awareness and activism for Second Amendment gun owners' rights. Um, and uh, so the show's pretty decent. It's unique in that way. But... Uh, Again, you really only get from a radio show to hear from the host, especially the host. Well, actually, you get very, I mean, you get some time to hear from the host, but you don't get as much opinion from the host in a good show. You're going to get maybe some reflection of opinion or some consensus from the host of a per, opinion portrayed by the guests. But uh, typically in a show, you're, list, you're there for the guests. So, you know, the, the, what comes from the host is going to be adjacent or subsidiary or whatever. So uh, having a host of a radio show on to be the focus of an interview was interesting. And here's why, because it was one of my favorite of riding shotgun with Charlie's yet. So I really like the one with Toby from uh, Cape Gunworks. I recommend listening to that one. It's a good origin story for a, a Second Amendment ad advocate. Uh, Michael Schwartz has another interesting and equivalently uh what's the word uh for an origin story so if uh one of the origin stories is batman and this one is iron man so like you know they're similar they're not they're not equivalent but they're not you know they're both both uh contributing quite a bit and uh there's more than one actually i guess i could just open it up because what i do when i enjoy a conversation like this one uh, I'll listen to it, and then in this particular one, I think I might have been live and doing something else, working on a project last weekend. I don't remember that I was continuing on when I listened to this. So I might have been live one evening when I listened to this. I'm almost positive it was, but whatever. Whenever I like something that's got more than one thing that's worth reminding or mentioning, I'll write a comment and then put a bunch of timestamps in the comment. So some of the interesting stuff that went on during this conversation was the uh, gun prom being called a fundraiser and a friend raiser. I mean, that's it's a cool idea, especially when we're talking about um, bringing more people on board and giving them some uh, ambassadorship or some um, friends in the community, not just buying a gun, but you know, being welcome into the community. Really dig that idea of having a a night an event that brings people together gun prom is unique in that they all dress up because they're nerds or whatever but uh they calling it a get together as much as a fundraiser because so often these things are fundraisers and the get together is either assumed or you know just a, a subsidy you know secondary thing and in this case it's uh you know right in the front of it is the idea that it's, it's a get together as well so it's just super cool i like that then you get uh, change in the culture, whatever, full-time. Oh, so the Michael is a full-time Second Amendment advocate. We don't have very many of those at all in the industry, and I think that's super fascinating. Uh, it's necessary. I don't believe uh, we're going to win by having a bunch of people who are part-time. As nice as it is and as capable of people we have, um, 
Bloomberg pays people to do stuff to us and be mean to us. I think we can afford to have a couple of people on a payroll so that we're not uh, susceptible. I really believe we're a mechanism or we're treated as a mechanism because we react in anticipated ways. And uh, it would be nice to have some people who have the ability to be in the in the realm long enough, you know, daily to be able to go, nope, we don't need to dance to that tune. We're not winning when we dance to that tune. Switching my lights and see what happens. Um, then we have the, uh, he had th three things that he, he uh, Charlie had maybe read an article. I forget what they came up, but he had three things that were concerns that Michael had about the way they were fighting 2A. And one of them was to be independent on lawsuits. Nobody's got the balls to talk about that. So that was great to hear. Um, his suggestion is ignoring the mainstream media. Um, in other words, um, because we ignore the mainstream media, we're leaving money on the table. We're leaving resources to the other side to just have because we're not even utilizing the resource at all. So we don't all have to use the resource, but knowing that there's players that can use the resource, we can, we want an Iron Man and a Batman on our side, right? Uh, let's see. And then we purposely avoid politics. And that one, I'm um, not as vigorously a, a fan of, but I understand it. And uh, again, it's one of those things that most people aren't going to understand or dig. They're not going to get into it with that. And, uh, and it's to our peril, because obviously if any of these things that we're doing today was winning, we'd have won already. We're, we're doing things that some of them aren't killing us, but some of them are not helping us at all. And let's see, then he said, one of the fundamental aspects of being a Second Amendment activist is reasonable expectations. At least that's how I summarized it. And at that point, it was 25 minutes into this thing, I uh, went over and got his email and scheduled him to be on the show. So we've got Charlie on the show, the host of the thing that I'm talking about, Riding Shotgun with Charlie. We'll be on on Monday night. And then this, the following Monday, we got Michael on. So we'll be talking to both of these guys uh, the next two weeks. And I think I just realized somewhere in there that I kicked Kingpin out by a week. So I'm guessing if he's good with him, we'll have Kingpin on the weekend after that, potentially. Um, G23 is saying hey to everybody on the other channel. I do post this. If you look up at the top over here, these little dots up here, one of them indicates the Twitch. It's where the people play the video games. We put them on the, or we're streaming live to the Daily Gun Show channel and to the Gun Websites channel. So the people that are voting in this poll over here are actually just on the Gun Website side. Uh, there's a whole other side. Let's see, if it says there's 10 over here, that means there's like four of you watching the other show. All right. So next up is, I'm going to zoom in again. It is Suicide Awareness September. So uh, thanks to Brooke Cheney, who does a consistent, uh, con uh, consistent effort to create awareness of suicide prevention each Saturday afternoon. Uh, she posted something yesterday to let people know that uh, September is Suicide Awareness Month. And um, if my mic keeps cutting out, I apologize. Let me do something real quick here because this cord is going to drive me nuts. 
and just let the headset twist. It's been twisted twice, so it was driving me nuts that the cord has these two twists in it right in front of me, and I couldn't help but my hand keeps fiddling with it. Um, Brooke was really just talking about some stuff that she got in the mail from NSSF, and I forgot to post to her show from last Saturday. So uh, each Saturday, though, Brooke goes live and uh, has a short uh, presentation or short uh, show, uh, uses the interactive portion of the uh, YouTube stream and the Facebook side to bring people's uh, comments in, but she'll uh, have some tool, some concept or some facet that you can use in your uh, your own just day-to-day or for having more effective conversations, uh, either with someone who's in need or someone who's uh, trying to attack our rights and ignoring the situations with people in need. Uh, two out of every three deaths that happen with a firearm are from suicide, and those who want to truly affect the number of people who die from firearms need to pay attention to that and be willing to have a discussion about the barriers to mental health and the stigmas associated with mental health or pursuing you know mental health uh and uh the f and then being aware of the efforts that are being done on uh, the medical front and the industry and the industry side and in our culture uh to create awareness uh, not to mention through the uh, military veterans who are transitioning out from uh service who uh don't have a great infrastructure on the uh, government side. You know, the VA system isn't great for um, uh, everybody transitioning out. So there's lots of infrastructure that's being created by veterans for veterans uh, that we can emulate here in the gun community when we're talking about um, being aware of and removing stigmas for uh, mental health and just awareness that the, the brain is a muscle and can be damaged or sprained or hurt, just like any other muscle. Uh, so kudos to Brooke for offering those shows each week and then additionally uh, having supplemental um, projects like her interviews with second with uh, firearms instructors. Oh, she did have one this week, but I got busy and didn't watch it. I think we might have it listed in here, but I obviously don't have it listed at the top here with her other project. The next one in the list is uh, the, what is this, the... What is CN? Oh, the Coalition of New Jersey Firearms Owners has a pin that they give out very rarely to certain people who are in the fight. And they did a quick video that we linked to here where they're honoring Frank, Frank, Jack Fiamma, 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 I don't know how to say his name, <laughs> but uh, one of the guys that uh, is uh, an activist in um, New Jersey. We can type Jack's name into the internet and well I guess I was gonna say I could just go up to Minuteman and put Jack's name into Minuteman and we would find him under the activists. I guess you have to click on it.
Let's do a control F. Oh, I guess I don't have him in here. So I think he was, oh, you know why? Because it's Frank, not Jack. Uh, let's go back again. Frank. There you go. He was one of the first ones. So he founded the New Jersey Second Amendment Society, the NJ2AS, back in 2010. And then from 2010 to 2015, he's the president of the NJ2AS. I believe that NJ2AS is the one that Tony Simon's more familiar with, more of a, works more with. But I might be wrong on that because I can't keep track of everything. But uh, so CNJFO is one organization in New Jersey given their special pin to the guy who created the other organization in New Jersey. I don't know how many people saw that because it's a quick video. They're at a place and they just do it. But that's freaking sweet. That's tight. And not, it's a lot of times when you have two organizations competing in one state, they don't get along. And in this case, you know, they're being cool to each other. So I want to recognize it and say thanks to both of them for fighting in New Jersey. Um, let's see. So then we have um, Amanda Suffolk does a series called Women for Guns Rights, uh, which is kind of the logo for DC Project. So it's a DC Project um, effort. And I guess they've been posting it on Facebook. And now we finally get a version of it over here on the YouTube. So I haven't listened to this whole one, but I listened to a chunk of it. And what we've got is a 45-minute interview uh, with a Second Amendment advocate from the D.C. Project. So again, when we're talking opportunity to really understand someone's uh, objectives and their uh, reasons, you know, like their goals and their reasons for getting in the fight, their origin stories and that kind of stuff, uh, you know, and I, this is... Um, uh, another layer of that, another example of that. Uh, where are they? Good question. So Second Amendment Foundation is not notorious. Well, they're not known for posting stuff a lot. So uh, it's cool that we got this one. Hopefully it'll be a regular thing. Maybe we'll even see a playlist. How, how awesome would that be? Right? They use the this technology available to them and have, they have their videos up so we can find it. But how cool would it be to use a playlist? Maybe one day, maybe one day. So then we've got uh, Skips, holy crap. So I always talk about Skip being so awesome. We're gonna take a minute and watch Skip. Hopefully she won't get mad that we're watching one of her videos. But uh, Skip is pretty awesome. She's in the Air Force or was in the Air Force. I can't remember now if she retired, but um, Air Force people, number one, they kind of know what they're doing. And number two, when you get somebody who knows what they're doing and then is good at it, it's like the best of both worlds. So Skip does a great job. This is an example of, you know, the Air Force uh, effectiveness at instruction and information, you know, dissemination information, I guess you could say. But then also with the, uh, like, production value and stuff. Uh, so I'm not going to listen to the whole thing here, but you get an idea. Let me uh, turn up the volume. Stick around into the end of this video because we're going to have a little skip tip for you. Now let's go ahead and get started. 
any good plan, regardless of the type, was to find objectives or goals, right? For the purpose of this subject, we're going to call them the desired so I don't know how many people have had uh, military instruction before, but it's sixth grade level and it's concise and it's useful. Like it just works good. And uh, Skip has that down and she's using that. It sounds like she's using that kind of effectiveness, but then adding like, you know, style to it. So it's pretty good and uh, definitely recommend you check it out uh, for, even if it's not for you, for having it in your playlist for uh, sending people. This one particularly is home defense consideration. So it'd be more like new gun owner, someone who needs to hear from someone else than you, you know, what some opinions are. And that's a great short and useful video for that. Uh, then we've got Barbecue, who doesn't show up for this show very often because it's too late for him, but uh, does a book review once a month. And this month they did the Shan Shan book, um, Fight Like a Mother which is vulgar and sexist, but uh, they uh, did the book review. You can go listen to the book review if you want, or you can buy a bunch of money for the book, or you can do like what Barbecue did and send somebody one that Shan Shan kissed. So, it even smells like Shan Shan. So thanks a lot for that barbecue. Anyhow, so you can uh, go check out his uh, show for the full version of that. Oh, it smells like Shan Shan in here again. Yeah. Um, those fans are blowing, but they're not blowing fast enough. All right, so next... Um, Gun expert. Okay, so there was a couple of different lawyer things, and now we got a new lawyer thing on board. So we've got a bunch of lawyers hitting the scene over the last few years. For a long time, all we had was like two lawyers on the scene. If you don't count the uh, lawyers involved with the American Espresso Association, I think there's a lawyer or two over there. But they don't make a big deal about it. Um, now that we've got these new lawyers on the scene, I don't know how many people are paying attention to how they're fighting. They're jockeying for position. One of them is not so much at the forefront, but has been around for a bit and it's curious to see where that one's going to fall in the list of all of them. And that's, uh, I forget the name of the place, but the one that from Colorado that goes on with gun expert or Ed and, uh, his co-host from Colorado back when they were doing the, uh, the gun expert podcast, the, the, uh, guns for everyone podcast. So, um, this one was interesting. Uh, they talked mostly about Colorado laws, but it was interesting because it's a contrast from some of the other uh, lawyer stuff. Most of the lawyer stuff is sit down and listen to us be lawyers at you. This is more like, let's have a lawyer on and talk to him. So kind of more like what we see on some of the weekly shows where they have a lawyer on as a guest. Uh, so that might be what we're going to see from this one. It's not a regular thing yet or at all, really, uh, but it does say episode two. Anyway, I figured to put it in there, and uh, so I don't see a lot from the Guns for Everyone uh, podcast. So the next one is a short video, a quick video from Cape Gunworks. Uh, they didn't do their radio shows. They had stacked them a couple of weeks ago because uh, Toby was out of town. Or is out of town. I don't know. So uh, they've been posting other videos besides the radio show. 
and they do that normally. Uh, so I pay attention because it's interesting to see what they're doing at the shop. And this particular video, I guess I, I guess I can link on it. Let's go ahead and link on it. It's not that long. It might even be a short, meaning a very less than a minute long. Yeah, this thing is 16 minutes, seconds long, and it is a section of the store, I'm guessing, in the back right of the store, just because of where the hallway is and stuff, and where I assume the hallway must be there. But it could be the front left of the store. I really don't know how the store layout is. In any case, it's a section of the, yeah, what is that? It's a section of the store, and it's like a sped up version of them creating a display for uh, less than lethal situations, some kind of paintball blaster looking thing. But what I think is neat about this one is that it gives people an idea that something new is going on at the store. So for all the people that might give a crap about the store, I don't live in Massachusetts, so the store doesn't really, you know, I'm not going there. But it's interesting to see for people that are going to the store that there's a new product or whatever. But what I like about it is from the store's angle that this little piece of the store is now kind of archived. So, you know, a couple of years from now, a bunch of years from now, a couple of generations later, they can take a look and see like, oh, that's where that, you know, so the way the store was arranged or look at the way that we had Vortex in the back over there, you know, that kind of thing. Anyway, I just think that was neat. And it's 16 second video, but I don't know how many people think of that that the 16 seconds is it's sort of like another post uh, another uh what's that called uh, another uh picture i'm trying to think of uh a polaroid it's like having a polaroid at the time it just seems like oh big deal you know just a quick fast picture but years and years and years later being able to see that picture you know gives a lot of insight brings back a lot of memory uh, let's see. Nothing against your car. I don't know. You guys are yelling about cars or something out there. And then... Possibly we all need to discuss what? I don't know. We all need to figure something out. Oh, are you guys figuring out a place to go? Sorry, so I'm, I'm just interrupting into a private conversation out there. All right, so then uh, the next one is uh, the one of the lawyers, another lawyer, the one up in Washington, did a story earlier in the week and said that this one person who everybody bought a bunch of stuff from on Gunbroker was a Fed. And then I think in that video he goes, and if he's not a Fed, then I'll make another video. And then like a couple of minutes later, he makes another video and goes, that guy's not a Fed. So I just thought that was interesting. So Crying Wolf, rescinding a Crying Wolf or whatever that's called, you know, making an adjustment or making a correction. I guess you can do it. Like it's whatever. Is it okay to say whatever and then come back and say, oh yeah, I really meant this. I don't know. I don't think that's good precedent. Right? I rest my case. Um... Then we've got Foss, this one guy. I don't know if he's out here right now. People are talking about him. Feel like feel like his name is being mentioned out there. But um, right here, uh, that guy hosts a show on Wednesdays in the late nights. Some people would call it an overnight, and uh, it's called the Mouse Party. It's not a focused conversation with any specific topics but it gives people a chance to unwind and get together in the evenings. Again, uh, the time of night that we appreciate. 
where everybody's getting stuff done. Uh, things are getting cleaned and repaired and built and uh, all the stuff that doesn't get appreciated by the daytimers you know, takes place. So uh, appreciate that he puts a show on in the middle of the night and lets everybody hang out. There's also one every other Saturday, which is focused on firearms. So we had a pretty good chat again, and that one was uh, over the night on Saturday also. Speaking of people who do shows, you've got Shooting Gallery New England, who's the gunsmith up at Cape Gunworks. He had on Rogue Banshee to have a conversation earlier in the week. There's a link to it right there. I guess I did this out of order because during the overnight, they started chatting about Godzilla. And you can't chat about Godzilla with Pink around without it turning into a conversation about all the Godzillas and stuff. So overnight, or I mean, Foss and Pink were chatting about Godzillas. And I couldn't find the Pink's video, but Pink made a video. And then Foss also made a video showing off some of their, their it's not dinosaurs. I guess they're technically not dinosaur dolls. They're Godzilla dolls. And... Yeah, they've got a bunch of movies and a bunch of different dolls, but they're pretty good. Matt shows off his superhero dolls. I don't know what he does with them. Oh, I don't want to get copyrighted. Uh, I don't know what Matt does with his superhero dolls, but these are way cooler because they're basically like this guy's peeing lightning. And then this guy is vaping. Godzilla vaping. Mecha Godzilla sitting on a bunch of jello. That's the best one. Mecha Godzilla farting into jello and then you've got oh he's got a book over here it's pretty good i like that book um oh is that an rnl display i thought they were just for pistols carbines and pistol caliber carbines but it turns out you can also use them to display godzilla paraphernalia and uh, custom collectibles that's pretty neat too. That's a record, it turns out, just cut into the shape of a uh, uh, Godzilla dinosaur by a Godzilla dinosaur blowing vape on it. It's a pretty good video. You might want to check that out if you like Godzilla or dinosaurs or both. Uh, Ron says, I caught the mouse party on the rewatch. It's going to start tuning in. Hmm. So maybe you got addicted. Maybe that's what happens. Maybe the first time is free and then you start getting addicted. But it's a good kind of addictive. All right, so next, uh, and then there's one from Pink where he's showing off some of his videos. Video, and his, he has a cool towel or a blanket that's got a bunch of uh, Godzilla's on it too, which is pretty, actually pretty cool. Uh, then we get to Every Second Matter. So that was today on the second day of each month since 2013. Uh, people do different things to make awareness of the Second Amendment. Some people post things on the Instagrams. So let's go over to Instagrams and see just who might do some, such a thing in order to create a consistent, regular effort to raise awareness of what our Second Amendment protects. So one of the things you can do is use Instagram to archive other people's stuff or accumulated efforts like the Every Second Matters Project by creating, I don't know what these things are called, a saved collection maybe or a collection, I don't really know what they're called. But you cram things into them by clicking on the little chevron looking thing. And this month, I think we start with this one. That was August. So it'd be this one. So that was also the background in Gizzards' show earlier today. It looks like he's got some kind of an orange flashlight. 
He's got some kind of an orange knife over here, flipper, and then some kind of an orange, is that a pen? With an Every Second Matters patch and an orange 511 tag on that hat that I'm guessing that's a 511 hat. Orange, you glad you know what Gizzard was wearing? And then you've got uh, Foss using a RNL displays pistol stand to display some kind of nine millimeter, or no, a 22 caliber gun. I thought it was nine millimeter based on the diameter. Uh, with the Every Second Matters uh, patch there. Thanks for that. And then uh, Enrique Sonora posting uh, kind of, uh, I don't know what to call this, I know, an alert about uh, with the Every Second Matter thing. And then uh, one of James's patches from uh, 2000, I want to say 2013 era, I think. Chris from the 740 posting a cool pic with a bunch of bullets. I can't, it's undetermined. It's undetermined what caliber those bullets. It's probably not a, those, it's kind of hard to tell by the diameter. 22, 17 HMR, it's hard to know. Undetermined. But an every second matters patch on top. So thanks to the people that are posting stuff. That's one way people do things. Other people will wear an empty holster. Some people take people to the range. Uh, others will uh, do different things. So if you want to do something, feel free. There's no rules. It's just a way to, uh, uh, create an awareness for the Second Amendment and to create the um, the the, the uh, muscle memory, so to speak, of getting together once a month to be aware of the apathy that'll happen when we're not under attack and the frustration that we can feel when it feels like we're constantly under attack. Right now, we're in a weird place where we're being bullied by an abuser. So we're under attack, definitely. We're getting jabbed by ice pigs and cut ice picks and cut by razor blades but it's happening as we're being pushed and like scolded and 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 congratulated like we're we're being manipulated here and it's uh happening on a pretty big scale and it's frustrating but uh it's you know the antis aren't feeble if they were we'd have won a long time ago so it's just the evolution of their tactics and stuff anyhow the uh fight isn't won by just one thing this isn't a game with a finish line and a and over you know like it's done and over it's the game you win by continuing to play you win by not being taken out of the game you win by not by your piece not being put on the sideline so in that respect um the every second matters project and the concept is to give folks the uh, inspiration and the motivation to keep going so that when necessary, we've got coaches available for the people that need some inspiration and some motivation. All right, so the next thing that we can talk about is the first Every Second Matters ever. Yeah, well, it's not the first one. This is the third one, I think, but it's the last one that's available. It's the earliest one you can get. Luke took down the other ones for some reason. So this is the one that was in Stone Guy's chat. A lot of people don't know who Stone Guy was. This is Edge. He didn't really say nothing. This is Stone Guy, and he's the one who hosted it. You can tell he's a competitive shooter. He's a cop. And then that's Luke, L3D now. And then every once in a while, you'll see a flip to Edge. That's Quark. You know what Quarking is? That's from this guy. Come on, man. Why is this thing taking so long? That's Quark right there. Nobody knows what he looks like, but that's what he looks like. 
this here is the guy that built gun channels. Well, I built gun channels. He paid for it, and then I paid him back very quickly soon after. So he kind of started gun channels, and then he hung around for a long time. And then what else do we got? Got Yankee walking on a treadmill for a long time. Yankee would sit around with an empty chair and not be there. And then for a long time, Yankee was trying to get in shape or something, so he was walking on his treadmill. But at the time Yankee was walking on the treadmill at the gym is when every second matters was created. So if you put that in your list of Yankee memories. Now, back then, we allowed Canadians to hang out with us. And this one particular Canadian is called Biker Bob. There he is. That's an old-fashioned Biker Bob when he was still younger. Then this, well... I think that's Girk, and that would be one of the first people to subscribe to my channel back in the day. Then he had a fit and quit. Quit 2A, I think. And then some guy named Pale Face Fish Hunter, which I don't remember so much, but I think he might still be around. Maybe not in chat so much, but people change their names, and I don't know. So anyway, just a little insight to the one of the first. This was streamed live back on... Come on, why is it going to tell me? Why is it being so belligerent? Look at how it's not telling me. Oh, it's because I got it so live. So zoomed in, maybe. October 7th of 2013. So a lot of people are scared. Don't be scared just because you're looking at a video that might be older than you. That video is when Every Second Matters was taken place. I think what we had figured out was the name. Does anybody know who came up with the logo for Every Second Matters? It was Artisan Tony. So we must have had the logo because, look, there's already the logo in it. So we must have come up with the logo by now. I didn't listen to this whole show because I'm not going to listen to a show I was in freaking 10 years ago or whatever. But uh, this, I remember listening to the beginning of it, and we're all like, blah, blah, blah. What should it be in this kind of shit? So we were still figuring it out. Anyway, there's a link in here if you want to go look at it. It's kind of weird watching yourself in a video from nine years ago but you get over it because it happens a lot uh guess what if you're in videos today nine years from now you're going to be in videos that are nine years old dun, dun, dun. let's see so then after the every second it matters uh flashback we're going to come back to the future and talk about chris's uh project where on wednesdays he brings a group of people together and they talk about reloading and in this case, uh, there's, there's a fundraiser for CW, who uh, one of the reloaders uh, from the, I'm guessing from the Georgia Reloading Connection, because I don't know who it is. Um, or at least I don't think I know who it is. Uh, and uh, they did a, they were kind of updating on that and stuff. But the reloading part of this, in addition to the community building there, is just cool. I mean, I, I, I can take reloading or not. To me, reloading seems like a task. It's like, bunch of people talking about how to cut the lawn i know some people really dig cutting the lawn but to me it's just a task i'm going to do it and i'm gonna get out of there um but it's interesting to listen to people chat about it uh reloaders are typically aware of what's going on you know they're typically cheap so i like people that are cheap and i like people that know what's going on also they're usually old so they've been around the block a few times so they don't tend to talk about the you know the stuff that's uh the 30th time we've heard of it, maybe that's the way to say it. You know, some of these things that uh, can be frustrating for people in the community 
it's because you know we're seeing it for the 30th time or the 10th time or the 12th time right on cue so the people that are familiar with that kind of stuff and don't bring it up are comfortable to hang around with so thanks to chris for in g23 for creating that place then we talked about biker bob a second ago that son of a bitch corked me the other day he's probably corking me right now for all i know so i'm the one who's doing this show he's not doing it and then he used to do it or whatever but now he refuses to do it because of canadia or whatever but then he's over here doing a show so what's up with that got 31 views i feel like he stole 31 views from me but if you want to go watch biker bob talk about stuff you have to probably translate it from canadian so you can either put on the closed captioning down here and listen to it or read it in english or if you want to understand it in canadian drink a bunch of beers first and then you'll be at the same canadian level of english uh, so Biker Bob made a video. He doesn't do that very often. So if you've heard about Biker Bob and you want to know what's up with that, you can go check out a video. I didn't watch it. I've been busy this week. But I know he posted it up because he quirked me. Uh, Quirk is that guy we talked about earlier. And his thing was one time he'd made a video when somebody else was making a video. So now that's what it's called when you do something on top of somebody else's video. Uh, let's see. So then we had Cape Gunworks. Last week, as I mentioned, stacked a bunch of shows or recorded a bunch of extra shows a couple of weeks so that they could have some while uh, Toby, the host, was on vacation. One of the guests they had on those shows was Mike Deddy. And uh, Mike Deddy is here in Tucson, and he's an FFL who was minding his business, had an unusual purchase or an attempt by a kid, I think at the time, was uh, purchasing something that was kind of unusual for a kid. So Mike talked to the ATF agent that he knew, and that agent said, you know what, why don't you let, why don't you go ahead and sell that stuff to that kid, even though it's a little bit sus. The kids would say sus. And then that created a weird relationship between Mike and FFL, who was just trying to offer some insight to the ATF is about a weird thing that was happening at a gun show in Tucson, about 100 miles north of the international border with Mexico. And uh, the ATF agents had a relationship with Mike Betty the way that they would have with a confidential informant. Typically a confidential informant is somebody who's about to be arrested and is trying to make a deal with the government so that they don't go to jail and they, you know, narc on their friends or rat out their friends or whatever in the, in the criminal industry. So uh, Mike was dealt with in a process or in a way that is typically dealt where they typically dealt with people who are effectively criminals and he suffered and the ATF suffered and the ATF did not learn. And in the process, a lot of guns went to the cartels in Mexico under the, whatever the, the watch of the ATF under the explicit direction of the ATF. And then after the fact, the consequences and the actions of the ATF um, ind would indicate that they had no real decent motives there. Their motives were sus, as the kids would say. So they didn't have a long, in-depth interview, but they did have a chance to have an interview on the uh, Cape Gunworks Rapid Fire radio, radio show. And this is a rebroadcast of that portion of that show from a few weeks ago. So I just wanted to put that in there because it gives me a chance to plug the Cape Gunworks, which is a pretty cool gun shop, who does a radio show. And that's... Uh, not something that brings people flocking into the store. That's done more as an awareness effort, as a as a way to reach out and 
create awareness to people who may not be gun owners or may be aware of gun ownership but have never had any invitation from a friend or any uh, um, um, kind of invitation to join uh, or to become a gun owner. Uh, so it's a, you know, it's a lot of effort they're putting out there uh, and uh, it's much appreciated. So I like to link to the gun shop whenever I can. And then since they talked to Mike, a friend of mine here in Tucson, I definitely wanted a link to that. So uh, it's always good. I always, um, I always appreciate an opportunity to be able to talk about the stuff that Mike went through so that we don't forget it and we don't allow that kind of stuff to keep happening in an agency that everyone's pissed off at right now at the moment again right so um not that we need another reason to be upset about it but we definitely don't want to get into a habit of being upset and then allowing ourselves to just forget about being upset and not being upset we need to stay being a level of upset that results in consequences at the organizations that are at our beck and call they are are our employees after all they're supposed to be working for us not against us and the way that we change that is through consistent pressure and it's a consistent increase in pressure typically so again thanks to uh cape gunworks for offering the opportunity for me to be able to chat about all that and to mike for living through all that bullshit so that and then taking the the uh additional effort to make it into a book and then take the additional effort years later to be a guest on shows to keep the story alive he could easily not do any of that he could just as easily have said nah i'm not interested in being on your radio show and he could have just as easily not done that i'm sure that they didn't sell a ton of books because he was on there they might have sold a book you know and mike is probably going to make a buck off of that so it's not like he's making a big paycheck by doing this He's creating awareness. He's going in after the fact, years after the fact, to um, not let the consequences of that situation created by the ATF go unmentioned or, you know, go forgotten or become forgotten, I guess. Probably be easier if I just scripted this thing and then I would have a nice, easier way to just read through this whole thing. Uh you see, we took the advice from the book club. We went to Black Man with a Gun Reloaded. I think I was there for that. Yep. Thanks for that. Well, I just think it would be easier because there was the first book that Ken wrote, but uh, when I mentioned it, he he wasn't he wasn't stoked about it. He so he wrote the next book because of that. So I think he would rather have people read the second one. So I'm glad that worked. Then we have. I normally put a little line. Oh, I guess I put the line here. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Normally, I uh, separate the radio shows. I mentioned them, I think, alluded to the radio shows earlier. So we have, we've actually mentioned just about everybody on all these shows already today. Oops. I'm not giving Bob any more credit. So we're going right back to here. So uh, the first radio show that you listen to each week would be Cape Gunworks on Wednesdays. They record the show Wednesdays. It is broadcast later in the week. So theirs is a recording that they create right they're recording the recording and then they listen to the youtube stream or they're paying attention to the youtube stream so that that show is the most interactive then there's eye on the target radio come and talk it and gun owners radio those are the three that broadcast live so they're broadcasting to the radio as they're streaming live on the youtube 
and they're pretty much all at the same time on Sunday nights. I think they're staggered by just a hair. So uh, Eye on the Target is one that pays attention to the comments and does interact with the comments in the show, which is pretty fun and uh, makes it a more interactive situation. Cody Tuckett and Gun Owners Radio will both read the chat, and sometimes they interact with the chat, but never have I seen the chat get talked about in the show. They're kind of separate, but happening simultaneously. So you get a different experience watching each of these shows. Cape Gunworks is a gun shop in Massachusetts and does the radio show. Come and Talk It is a gun shop in Austin, Texas, and does a radio show. Uh, the Eye on the Target Radio is the um, is hosted by Amanda Suffolkul and her brother. So it's the first female-hosted, gun-focused radio show to be syndicated nationally. So that's an interesting one. And then Gun Owners Radio is that one from San Diego uh, by uh, Michael Schwartz and the other two guys who uh, turned a segment on one show into a separate two-hour radio show each week and offer insight to California gun owners as well as just uh, non-gun owners to get some insight as to why gun owning is such an interesting passion and hobby or you know focus of people's lives. Each of these shows is interesting. Each of them is doing excellent work. Highly recommend you check them out. It is quite a bit of content to listen to, so can be overwhelming and here's the problem they're all radio shows all of them so every single one of them has commercial breaks so they can be a little bit tedious to listen to but just like the sweetest fruit that has seeds or just like the most annoying person who also has some or i mean the most awesome person who has a couple of annoying traits um you know what that's just how it is nothing's perfect and if it is perfect then be skeptical as shit because it's fake right if anything's perfect it's made out of fucking marshmallow made out of corn syrup or something sorry marshmallow i didn't mean to put marshmallows down um but you know what i'm saying like it, nothing's perfect and these shows are examples of some of the best two-way stuff that's happening in the real on the other hand uh you know they're all uh, just talking about the same stuff in some ways so listening to three or four shows like this uh, can give you four different versions of the same stuff and kind of give you an idea of where we're similar and where we're divergent. That makes sense? So, uh, or don't listen to any of them. I mean, listen to a show like this that summarizes. I'm sure there's quite a few shows that listen to a lot of content that's focused on guns and then summarize it like this. So take your pick of those summarizing shows or those shows that wrap everything up and uh, you use your discretion from there at what you're going to spend your time on. This last little indicator thing is talk, it means the stuff that we posted this week. So this is the beginning of the month uh, in a continuing effort to uh, offer awareness and insight as to what's happening in the, the community of firearms owners. We've got gun calendars. It's one of the websites that our patrons make possible. You know, we have gun websites for a reason. I was a website guy way before YouTube came around. So one of the things I think is useful and we spend a lot of time working on is the gun calendar. And uh, this being the second of the month, it's the anniversary of Glenn Binden uh, passing away. That was in 2003. He was the founder of Trigicon. We got Surefire. We got Trigicon. We got, uh, um, what's the other one that I can't think of right now? The, um, I'll think of it when I'm not thinking of it. We got a couple of optics companies. And then you got a whole bunch of Chinese companies that look at what exists and copy it. And when we're talking about being a country with uh, innovations and being a country that supports innovators versus people that 
pay money to the copiers. I think it's worth paying attention to those those companies that are valid and the individuals that created them. Uh, we got the Pittman-Robertson Act anniversary today. Back in 1937, they started taxing uh, guns, ammunition, and then eventually bow and arrows to help pay for wildlife issues such as habitat, uh, monitoring populations, and dealing with studies and uh, lots of stuff really. So most people are okay with the concept and until recently and now there's some people on the gun side that would suggest that it's an unfair tax if you're not a hunter. And then people on the other side who hate guns and gun ownership uh, would suggest that uh, it doesn't do enough and that it should be increased many fold. So it just happens to be one of those things that's being uh, abused and ripped apart by uh, both sides right now. I won't go on with every single thing in the list here, but you can see that whenever possible, uh, we include items from history, items from uh, current events, and things that are happening uh, coming up so that people can plan from the calendar uh, and also can uh, be aware of things that uh, have you know happened in the past. So some of the things I guess I should mention just because it is about to happen is this is September 2022. And uh, since it's still the beginning of the month, uh, you've got a couple of different interesting things happening this month. One is a Second Amendment rally in Washington, D.C. on September 16th. Uh, that'll be on the Capitol uh, lawn in front of the Capitol, just like this picture. The Capitol is the uh, where the Congress meets. That's over on the east end of the, what do they call that, the mall? So the uh, on the opposite side from the Lincoln Memorial, Lincoln is the one who's sitting in a building looking at the Washington Monument across that waiting of the reflection pool. That's where the White House is. If, you t if you're sitting by Lincoln looking at the Washington Monument and you look past the Washington Monument, monument way down, so between the Lincoln and the Washington is that big shallow square rectangle pool, the reflecting pool. On the other side of the Washington Monument is nothing. It's just grass, grass and grass and grass and grass and grass. Both sides of the grass is the smithsonian buildings there's lots of them like eight or 12 of them or something and then way at the other end is congress and that's where the dc project will be meeting up uh kind of at the east end of the whole mall up there and uh, it's pretty neat they're going to be getting together and uh creating awareness and uh getting together for the first time in a long time so it's a very powerful organizational ladies and seeing them organize and facilitate getting themselves together for a rally and for pictures and stuff is awesome. Keep in mind that all that has happened on their own dime. None of them that I'm aware of are independently wealthy and just doing this because they got nothing else to do. They're all putting in tremendous effort in doing this and cost. So if you can support any of them in any way, then I'd recommend it. Also, uh, keep in mind that when they're doing this, they're getting to DC, they're hanging out with each other, they're re- bonding with old friends, they're creating relationships with new friends, they're seeing how the different groups of each other, you know, do things. Um, we don't talk about it too often because most people hate each other. But when everyone goes to SHOT Show, one of the things they do is constantly look at each other. And, you know, this was, we didn't get to do this because we had to figure it all out in the beginning. But now that everybody goes there with cameras, they're all looking at each other constantly and eyeballing each other's cameras and each other's setups and stuff. So the thing, same thing's happening to the girls. They're looking at each other's purses or their jewelry or whatever they do, and they're figuring out all their different strategies. So, you know, they're not just there talking to the representatives. They're also there to 
collaborate and to learn from each other. So uh, that's awesome. The next day is the Dragon Man machine gun shoot. Uh, that happens each year. This is the, do I even know? How many years? I don't, but uh, each year at the end of the season, Dragon Man has a big machine gun shoot. I guess I also should mention that Cape Gunworks has their veterans top shot on the 10th, which is a 96 people will show up at the indoor range and shoot the guns provided there by the range and uh, four different guns, two different calibers and have a, comp a friendly competition to, to support uh, veterans in the area in the name of uh, Nicholas, I don't know how to say his name, uh, the Nicholas X Memorial Fund. So, uh, a cool project that's happening in uh, Massachusetts. There's a Second Amendment rally in Michigan, the 13th annual rally that's happening on the 21st um, at the Capitol in, in Michigan. Then you've got the AMCON, which is the alternative media get together for Second Amendment advocates to listen to the same thing every year. And then you get Gun Rights Policy Conference having uh, a get-together uh, with uh, gun owners' rights groups get together in person. This would be, is it going to tell us? The 37th annual. So I guess one year it might have been virtual, two years it was virtual, whatever. For 30-something years, Second Amendment, well, the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms, which was the original organization that later became the Second Amendment Foundation, a second entity, the Citizens Committee still exists, and its main function is to pro provide the Gun Rights Policy Conference. It takes several million dollars, from what I understand, and they uh, travel. They take this, the, the, convent, the conference to different uh, states and different cities. They used to go back and forth between gun-friendly and less-friendly so that people behind enemy lines could host the Gun Rights Policy Conference there. Hopefully, we'll see that trend continue, but uh, they invite Anybody who wants to show up in the fire in the Second Amendment realm, so typically the national and the state level, as well as some individuals and some specific projects that are Second Amendment focused, will show up. They'll each take the stage either by themselves or in a group, and they'll offer some a sit rep, some situational report on what they've been up to, what they've accomplished, what they might need, what they see the future looking like, and and you know they have some. But they, they provide whatever they can. They share whatever they can. And after a weekend of that, everyone has a pretty good idea of what's happening in the realm and who needs help and where our challenges might be. In addition, that's happening for three days. It starts on Friday with AMCON. Uh, and then in the evening, the official start of the Gun Rights Policy Conference brings everybody together in an informal conversation type of environment and that's really the best part of gun rights policy you know in a lot of ways because you get to see everybody with their hair down having conversations and on friday night it's a great anticipation type of atmosphere and a lot of hey we haven't seen each other for a while type of thing um and very positive and very uh cool then you have saturday and after saturday everybody gets together for dinner and that kind of conversation and it's a whole nother thing because people have had the day to get jazzed up and start conversations and get things moving and rolling. And, you know, the, the, it's going at a, as fast as it can go and everybody digs into some good food and then some conversation. Usually it'll split up and then there's all these little clicky conversations, you know, it's inevitable. 
but uh, a lot of stuff gets accomplished and a lot of a lot of good times are had and then sunday uh, a, a small version of saturday happens and then everybody kind of dis dissipates uh, it could be a little bit better but it's pretty damn good and it happens uh, 37 years in a row it's completely ignored by most of what's happening out there but it's probably one of the most important things for second amendment that we've had consistently for 37 years one of the reasons we've been able to get to where we are super cool so uh that's the kind of stuff that's coming up this month there's all kinds of anniversaries and things again you can check out the calendar we've got a sub stack over there with a, a bunch of the uh uh key things as well and then we've got a couple other scheduled posts to uh remind people and give people a heads up about certain things as well on monday we had a pretty good chat uh what you know this daily gun show is a daily show uh not because it's making a ton of scratch as you see there's really no super chats coming in thanks to the people that do super chat i'm not trying to elicit them or anything here i'm just saying it's not our goal our goal is to uh, make a living that'd be great but uh it's really to provide uh some resources that aren't at, at the moment available for our community for activists. One of those is motivation, awareness that we are the Second Amendment lobby, that we are the community, and that no one's going to do it for us, that anything that gets accomplished is by individuals deciding it's time and then doing something. We can either do that individually alone and have no echo or resonance that we were even there, that we accomplished anything, or we can realize that using just simple tools that are available to us that most of us use on a daily basis, we can archive the way that we came with a decision to act and how we act and the results of that action. And then with just a minimal amount of awareness and uh, paying attention to that data, we could easily uh, answer a bunch of the things that seem like uh, they're unknown at this point, such as like how often they're attacking us and why and that kind of thing. So uh, part of our motivation on Mondays is to give people some insight to that kind of stuff. One of the ways we do that is bring people on who have done, who have accomplished, who are in the act of doing, and ask them three questions. A little bit of who, just so you know who they are in case you're not following them. But mostly why, why they're doing what they do, and then how they do it. So plenty of times you find out what people are doing, and often you figure out the consequences of it or the reasons for it. But uh, we can try to give folks, a Second Amendment activists specifically, an, op an opportunity to talk about why they do what they do. And then we talk about how they do it, because everybody's got their own uh, story, their own origin story. And often it starts with just regular people being motivated or uh, having some incentive to actually start acting and then figure out that no one else is doing it, so they might as well just keep doing it, and then great things are accomplished. So when we bring these people on, it's neat to give them a chance to offer their story. So then I thought, what can I do to bring that to the next level? So now the last Monday of the month, some days it's gonna be four, sometimes it might even be five Mondays. On the last Monday of the month, I'm gonna bring all the other activists together and do effectively an every second matters type of situation where I just bring people together who I know, who may or may not know each other and just talk about some of the uh, important facets of activism and motivation and awareness for activists. It might be super boring or it might be mixing some chocolate with some peanut butter and gives people some uh, tools and techniques some motivation and some inspiration. That's what it'd be all about. 
All right, so uh, the first version of that was this Monday. You can go back and check it out. I'm also attempting to not make them super long, right, to keep them around 90 minutes so that they're consumable. Uh, give me some feedback because it's certainly my nature to go longer, to, you know, turn it into a three to four hour epic thing, especially if we got people on that, you know, could drink some coffee and take the time to stay up all night with us. Uh, but it's not necessarily the goal. You know, that's neat, but it's not necessarily consumable. So it's something I'm willing to do, but I'm not necessarily uh, moving towards that. Either way, feel free to give us some feedback on that or don't. You don't have to use the Internet. You can just observe it. Finally, we do a tactical quiz on Wednesday. And this Wednesday, we did a uh, video game focused one because I'm constantly playing video games. All I ever do is play video games. It's like my passion. So I figured I would share some of my vast knowledge of video games with everybody else by making a video game challenge and it turns out you don't have to know nothing about video games and you can still make a video game quiz and people played it so worked out pretty good so if you want to check it out uh there's plenty of beeps and whistles so just like you're looking for it'll have all kinds of little video game noises it's pretty fun and there's a link to it believe it or not that took more than an hour to get through i didn't think it would take that long because it's not very fancy takes a lot longer to set this thing up usually. I put pictures in there and stuff, and it didn't take that long today, so it still took as long to talk about it. That's the end of the show. We get to the uh, poll up here, and I was asking the people that are watching this thing live, at least over on this channel, how was this week for 2A? And overwhelmingly, 50% of the folks watching said it was a great week for 2A. Interesting. And then uh, a bunch of people said it was a good week for 2A. Just a few people said okay, and even fewer people said bad. So, man, I don't know. Um, I can't stick with you on the great one this week. There's nothing great about it um, that I can remember. There was some good stuff for sure, but there's too many bad things. I think we're leaving too much on the table. Uh, if we're playing cards, I'm a, let's play craps. I don't really play cards, so I don't want to use it. I like playing craps. I don't know how to play craps. But it's the one I enjoy the most. So if we're playing craps, it's like we've been playing for a while. We got all kinds of chips out there. And for whatever reason, we decide, I'm going back to the room. I'm leaving. And that's like leaving all your chips on the table. I don't get it. So we may not have been losing this week, but we didn't win. And I feel like we could have at least done something to, to, to work together. We could have at least done something to effort our disappointment. Uh, I, I don't know why representatives aren't listening to the firearms community more intently to understand the kind of things that are that they could be doing to give us the tools that we need. Now, if the problem there is we don't have enough gun owners in representation, you know, in the in the in the various in the House and in the Senate. Who's going to be that person? We got all kinds of people that are going to volunteer to, what do they say? Like uh, volunteer to shall not be infringed or whatever. But how many people are willing to, to sign into a school district job or a local whatever something, and then eventually get to the thing to where they can be the thing? You know, it doesn't just happen. So it requires a little bit of effort. So man, I just I don't say it's a great week because we just kind of watch stuff happen. So the same way we do every second matters to remember that even when it's easy, we can't get soft. And even when it's hard, 
we can remember that we can be soft, right? We're not allowed to, we don't have to be one or the other. We're allowed to be both. And sometimes you need to be both, right? Like sometimes it's easier to get a soft thing through a thing or whatever. Like sometimes it's easier to uh, just be hard. You don't have to worry about the adversary or something. So there's times when it's okay to take a breather, but you don't take a breather when the other side is about to keep punching you. They've been punching us like a bunch of weirdos all year long up and having this slap fest on us while they're slapping us and slapping us and slapping us every once in a while they stab us with an ice pick and then they slap us a bunch of times and then they cut us with a razor blade and then they stop slapping us and we're going to sit down as soon as they stop slapping us that's the time to start punching with fists right so that they sit the fuck down and then you can address these razor blade cuts and these ice picks but we're not going to ever get to, to address these razor blade cuts and these ice picks while they're slapping us and if we're going to rest every time they quit slapping us it's such a lame strategy so i got to disagree with it i'm sorry i'll i can understand a good because we didn't get wailed on but let's not be victims here we're we are victims but we don't have to take the mentality of victims They've stopped abusing us for a moment, but that's not an indication that we're happy. That's not an indication that it's over or that in any, in any case, I think that this is more of a good to okay week. So anybody that wants to post something to suggest something different, and maybe I'm missing something, feel free. That's what it's all about. You don't have to agree with what we say on the internet. You only have to get mad and make a bunch of comments and frequently click the thumb up a bunch of times. Well, only one, either an odd number of times or once. How about that? You can click the thumb up once or three times or five times. Just don't click it twice or four times because then it's kind of useless. But uh, no, if you want to make something that says, oh, here's why this was such a great week, feel free. I might even watch it. And then uh, you've kind of created a conversation if that's the case. However, I don't think there's anybody else even listening anymore because I haven't seen anybody say anything since, I don't know, I'm just missing the two sides, I guess, over here. So Roy's saying stuff over here. Still pissed I missed the video game quiz. Didn't get notified. I don't know why. You know why? You know, probably what happened there is I posted it really early. I don't like posting things more than a couple of days early because you'll, you were probably notified like last a week before it went live because I posted it way too early. But uh, I don't normally do that. So if that's the case, then you don't have to do nothing. It'll just go back to the way I normally do it. Uh, but if that's the case, if I start doing stuff, if I start getting an intern, let's say, and that intern starts to schedule things on the regular way ahead of time, we'll make sure to let people know so that they can adjust their viewing habits. That being said, I think we're ending it. So thanks everybody who purchased stuff at the store, the two people who did that. We like to additionally do a quick uh, rando situation. If I can get my mouse, where my mouse go? To figure out the people who... Did super chats this week again we're not trying to elicit super chats but we do appreciate it so to say thanks i eventually open up my youtube over here where you can't see it because it's not your business and then uh we check out wow this is taking forever this is really taking a long time has my internet been bad this whole night it's not raining or anything i don't know why my internet's bad um eventually though i'll have this thing opened and then i'll be able to get over to the place where the super chat list is I don't remember how it is right now, so we'll find out. 
it was really taking a long time. Like, look how long this is taking. This is literally just looking at a white box over here. Click on this. And then I still got two more buttons to click. See more. Oh, maybe one more button. Nope. And there's still another button. Weird. What is it? Oh, no, I clicked the wrong button. Oh, I clicked the wrong button. What do I got to click? I got to click on this. And then I click on see all. Now we're talking. All right. We're going to go with August because September just happened. So thanks to Domo for doing the September. You'll be included. So we've got one from September, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine super chats in the month of August. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight super chats in the month of August. So thank you for that. We're going to go over to the random.org. And then we're going to put in eight plus nine. And here's how it's going to go. This first one will be one. So this first one is barbecue. Yeah. One, two, three, and so forth. And then this one in September is nine. So one through nine. And this will be for a a random patch that I will, I can't think of which one to use. Why don't we do a Guns for Everyone National and a separate random one. So it'll be a two patch. Thank you, Seth. Oh, snap. Number one, that was barbecue at the bottom, right? Number one is barbecue. I think he won by pulling that again. I think he did that the other day. Am I crazy? I'm going to write this down so I don't forget. I don't know if he already has a gun for everyone national or not. I don't think he stays up this late because of it's too late for him. But... Uh, down before I weekly to a wrap up. Okay. Oh, and then nine, two. So a lot of people haven't uh, mentioned this. So let's just mention it and be done with this. If, if, if nine millimeter was so good and people loved it, like they claim that they do, if that was the case, I ask you, the jury, if nine millimeter was so good and everybody loved it the way they claim to love it so much, today being nine two, which is the, everyone would know, the holiday for the Breda 92, why did no one anywhere celebrate Breda 92 day? There's Mr. Knives out there. In honor of Mr. Knives, well, uh, everyone has a chocolate bar underneath your seat. Chocolate Oprah uh, provided it. So if you look underneath your seat right now, it's a chocolate bar. There's a chocolate bar down there. Just reach underneath there, grab it, and it's a chocolate bar. It might be scurrying away. It's really a chocolate bar. Grab it. Um, let's see. G23 says, we did keep Kamiformia from getting horrible gun laws this week. 
we watched as that happened, yes. But again, having a big bully come over and threaten you and then just not follow through all the way is not the same as having a bully be scared to come at, come at you. You know what I mean? To, to mess with you in the first place. So I hear what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Um, I don't know what that sounded like. A lot of slaps. I don't know what that's all about. Um, and then we've got... I guess that's it. So thanks again, everyone, for showing up and uh, being part of the live conversation this evening. If you're showing up in the future and listening to this as a podcast, leave us some thumbs up or some stars or some hearts or some up arrows or whatever it is on that platform that lets you interact with the platform and be part of the Internet. Number one, it lets the logarithms that run everything underneath know that the thing that you're watching is appreciated by a human and it gives us whatever little credit or you know segment jump or whatever happens there and then it also lets the human me or the other people here uh know that you're uh, out there and that there's a reason to continue posting what it is we do on whatever platform it was that you interacted with really do appreciate it it also uh set, lets others know that this is a not just something that's being posted to um, you know, for just a reflex or, or posted for no reason. It lets people know that there's a conversation to be had. Some of the platforms let us answer your comments, you know, over on guntube.org, over on UGETube, over on GunStreamer, all of those platforms, when you leave a comment, someone can comment right back, just like on YouTube or whatever. So, you know, it's also uh, for all the other advantages that it offers, you also can start conversations, not just with us, the content creators, but with other people who might have an opinion out there. So again, we appreciate the people that interact with what we do. We don't have, you don't have to do it. There's lots of opportunities for you to do other things. So we really do appreciate the time you spent on what we're doing. Um, let's see, I've never owned a nine hand proof, but I did find a nine millimeter cartridge on the floor. Go figure, interesting. Um, lastly, uh, we did have a couple of recently, a couple of people pass in our community and uh, James asked that people don't commemorate his passing, instead to uh, focus on the good stuff. So I've been posting some of the videos that I was able to be part of or create, uh, thanks to James. And uh, it's been a hell of a dude, a uh, great person to know and to watch as he inspired others. So. Uh, been great knowing them. Thanks everybody for showing up. We'll be back tomorrow for uh, Clover and or with Clover and Tony to ask gun questions. Askgunquestions.com is a website that we built back in 2007. And since then, for the last 15 years, people have been able to ask questions of simple to advanced nature and we attempt to answer them in different ways over the years. Join us now as we start a new series to answer gun questions. Hey, did you know that you could help support our future projects and let everyone know you're a fan of what we do? Check out our print-on-demand store. We have a tab here on YouTube. When you click on it, you can choose from a bunch of different items. We have shirts and posters and coffee mugs. Click on the one you like. When you find the design you want to put on it, choose a color and a size if it's appropriate. And when you purchase these items, a portion goes to help fund our future projects. We really do appreciate your support. You get some cool stuff. 
when you get that stuff, post pictures here and on other platforms, and we'll hook you up next time you order from our gear website store. Thank you for your support of gunwebsites.com. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. <laughs> this episode, Nobody Beats the House. So it looks like nobody pays attention to the bottom of the screen either, where we say thanks to our patrons every single show. And then sometimes during the show, we switch it out and we say thanks to our patrons for making these projects possible. Thank you. And then we offer a link to our Patreon, which is effectively our blog. It's a place where people subscribe to what we do. Sometimes they throw us a cup of coffee each month. Sometimes they buy us lunch. That accumulates and lets us pay for our servers and the software that we use. And there's also a thing down there that says hashtag daily gun show. And if you type that in the text, then we can use the power of the technology of the internets to give away things. We've already given away a bunch of patches to barbecue. We already have established that. We did that earlier in the show. Now we've had one person who stuck around this late in the show to participate in the giveaway, to stick around in order to get the special bonus thing at the end a lot of those cartoon movies, the movies about superheroes, they stole this idea that we do at the end of this show. They stole that and they put a little what they call end of credits things in their movies because of this. We do it to give away stuff. We don't just do it to hork your chain or to yank your business. We're trying to give stuff away. We're earnestly trying to give stuff away in earnest. And here's what's happening. Nobody's participating. So who's her? here's who I feel sorry for. Mark, the only person who's got the gumption the cojones in order to stick the thing in there hashtag daily gun show i can't even click the button now ron's in there so bunch of uh shaman hashtag shaman got one person to jump in there now there's gizzard there's three gizzard gives stuff away gizzard's the only person that even uses this thing besides me i don't think any other person has the audacity to give stuff away on a regular basis like this, except for Gizzard, who does it twice a week. So at this point, only three people. Now a bunch of other people are driving and they swerved off the road at this point, maybe got in a car wreck trying to get to the hashtag. That's why you always wanna drive with somebody and they have that person type in hashtags for things like this, for just this such of occasion. Nobody else is putting it in there. I feel there's what I'm most skeptical about Mr. Knives. Why isn't Mr. Knives participating? That's what I'm worried about. Why isn't Mr. Knives participating? So who's stopping Mr. Knives from participating? He's obviously right here, but he's not participating. That's interesting. 
I'm clicking the button anyway. So sorry, Mr. Nice. And the winner is of the thing. Oh, I don't know what the thing is yet. We're going to let the winner pick the thing. Okay, Ron wins. So, Ron, you got something in mind? Winner's Ron Wayne. I think you've won before, right? Right? Correct? And then we'll pay. Oh, see, now he puts it in there. We're going to go back and we're going to draw again. Just because Mr. Nice is in here also now. And Ron didn't say nothing quick enough. If he was meant to win, he'll win again. Oh, snap. It's obvious he was meant to win. So now you're destined to win. You got to let us know what you're destined to win. Looking for a patch. We can hook you up. Look for some kind of a adhesive sticker or decal. We can hook you up with that as well. I don't know if he's still around. Got something in mind? I'll be putting name right here. 9222. We're going to call this the hashtag winner. All right. Well, for some reason, we're not getting a response. He hashtagged and dashed. No. Yeah. Oh, well, Wolverines. Right on. Uh, any particular one that you're looking for? Can't guarantee I got them all in stock anymore. But if there's a particular one, I might be able to hook you up. And... Assuming I have your address somewhere, it's the same address as, I'm pretty sure I sent you something recently, right? I'm almost positive I sent you something. But if that's the case, is it the same address? My thing usually keeps an address for like weeks, I think. I don't really pay attention, but I know that if I go back after like a month, it won't have the address in there. So I don't know if it's the number of items. Okay. So I don't remember. The problem is I can't remember what you already got. So I'll probably just send you one send you a random one, but worst case is you'll uh, get one that you can trade. But we do have a couple of different Wolverine patches, so we'll definitely be getting one off to you. And again, thanks for sticking around till the end. I wish I could tell you there was something on after this, but nobody cares enough to go on overnight on Fridays, at least not to talk about guns or 2A. So we'll leave you with the uh, ability to replay something that we mentioned in the show earlier. And there's Baron out there. Good evening. Till next time, thanks everybody for showing up. This is the real end this time, for real. This time, it's really the end. There's no way I'm going to do another one of these things, possibly after this time, because this time is the end. This episode, nobody beats the house. So, so let us know what you think. We'll be watching the comments wherever you find the video, over on GunStreamer.com or on GunTube.org. Thank you for supporting our projects. If you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, Check out our Patreon channel. The, the guys and gals of GunWebsites.com encourages you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thank you for watching GunWebsites.com.